Episode of the Crispy Cast. Co-host here, Christopher Bernard, partnered up with Jody Cameron. I'm a little disappointed. Last week, I was your co-star. Demoted. <laughs> oh, demotion's going all around. Uh, anyway, episode 11 here. Oh, that's right. We've passed the double digits. But anyway, we're going to the Flash for episode 11, and I'm thinking we'll talk to more as a mantle than just the character because we've had quite a few flashes. 80 years of flashes. To kick things off, I think we'll go with the classic Barry Allen. Barry Allen is a classic Flash. But we can't forget about Jay Garrick, the Golden Age Flash. We can't forget. Oh, yes, the retro. Uh, he's like, let's just wear a long sleeve shirt and blue jeans with a buckle belt and a war helmet, I found. <laughs> Jay Garrick's always been a... He's been a weird one. Because he, you don't really get... Well, at least for my generation, Flash is actually Wally West. Right. So, like, for, like, Justice League Unlimited and, like, stuff like that, That's that was our first, like, ginger white guy Flash was, like, our, our introduction to Flash for me, anyway. And unless I'm mistaken, Wally is the, is he the nephew of Barry Allen? Wally, I believe, is the similar, I'm actually not sure how Wally West got his powers, because I know Barry's was from the, the like, some chemical, chemical spill mixed with, like, a lightning bolt strike. Sure, because he's a forensic scientist instead of, say, a college athlete. A fun fact about uh, Barry Allen's Flash, though, is that the lightning bolt that struck him was actually him. He created Infinite Loop, where when he went back in time, when someone tried to change it so he wouldn't get struck by lightning, he ran so fast and struck himself with lightning to then create himself as the Flash. So so whether the Flash is an Allen or a West or a Garrick, there's a lot of Flashes. (laughs) 80 years of Flashes, in fact. So no matter which Flash you're talking about, Maybe one of the most important parts of the Flash for characterization and use uh, in fiction is those Flash powers. Yeah, the the speed force. Obviously, Flash and all comic books characters, their histories change all the time. Nothing's concrete. But as far as I can tell, for the main story history for the Flash is Barry Allen gets sent to the speed force, gets trapped. And so Wally would never let himself let loose. He never wanted to surpass his master. And what is it that traps someone in the Speed Force? Well, see, the Speed Force is almost like an, its own entity. Sure. So it's kind of it's kind of tricky. I know, like they they were never allowed to study it. That it was forbidden. Barry didn't want anyone to do it. Uh, the Justice League was like, nobody, don't study this. We don't want this to get out of control. Oh, like forbidden so, magic. Yeah, they said we. This is what we know about it. That's good enough. <laughs> and uh, so Wally West actually ended up. He actually did end up studying. He's the only Flash, to my knowledge, that actually has the uh, uh, a little bit of a know-how. So he's actually capable of uh, stealing people's speeds. So I feel like that puts us directly on the topic of the Flash's powers. So, I mean, number one, super speed, superhuman speed, but sometimes supersonic speed, a speed that can surpass uh, the speed of light, a speed that can allow potentially time travel or movement through solid objects. Uh, An incredible array of speed-related talents and powers, including super speed thoughts. Super speed talking. And I think what's interesting about the Flash's powers from a writing perspective is that you can do so much with them. And in fact, the importance of the Flash character to the DC universe because of those powers 
is, I believe, Jay Garrick meeting Barry Allen is the first time in their writing where a character meets themselves through kind of a multiverse or time travel mechanic. So that that kind of opened up that type of writing. You know, he's also uh, he's also beat teleportation. Right, speed that's so fast that it's like. Uh, it was more instant than teleportation. <laughs> in fact, what was it? He he was able to go to the edge of the universe and back in a Planck second. Yeah. So, so that's I mean that's amazing. And then they accidentally made him even faster. Was something like he cleared out a whole city by the time a nuke had dropped. So there's the speed force, then there's the there's the strength force, and then I think there's like a like a time force or something like that. It's a, basically. Uh, I think when one was created, you know, obviously it was written in later, but it was supposed to be like there's the trifecta of them, the different speed forces. Sure, because like any one flash is not particularly noteworthy for their physical strength, but their speed allows them to lend uh, like kinetic power to any sort of a like a physical force movement they might use as a, a power. People love Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, but Flash, I think he has a real appeal that's above and beyond the rest of the Justice League characters. I think he's the most interesting of them because of his his unique power. He's faster than Superman. They've had little races, haven't they? There's been a competitive debate. He's even he's actually lost one or two of those races and it was actually cuz of charity. There was even an example of him running backward. Yeah. Uh, as fast as Superman can go. The Flash also has his his arch nemesis, the Reverse Flash. Yes. Is a perfect, uh, well done Sato Nemesis. Color schemes are reversed. Like, he, this, the guy hates him so much he creates the, like, anti speed force. So Barry's body generates a speed force, like atoms or particles or something. And the negative speed force creates the anti particles for oh, them. Oh, like antimatter, so yeah. Apparently, huh. if Barry Allen, say, didn't run for 10 years, and this guy ran for 10 years, Eventually, his particles will get rid of his speed. They they fight each other. They're the yin and yang. Yeah. Oh wow! They they bring kind of balance to the universe. I find that they also do a very good way of uniquely displaying his powers. Like you know, he's created tornadoes with his hands. He's he can run so fast that he can actually run in the air because he creates an updraft and freezes the water particles in the air to make like uh, just enough surface for him to to speed run on, run on water, walk through walls. He could literally run between the multiverse because he can change the vibration of his body. He's insane. He's the, he's the Spider-Man of DC. He needs for people to not only be saved, but, you know, be actually helped. And it's uh, something a lot of heroes don't do. They show up, they save the day, they leave. He shows up. If there's a big mess after, he cleans it up, and then he leaves. I also think that Flash is one of the coolest... Like, everyone else has, like, you know, Batman has the Batcave, Superman has the Fortress of Solitude, like, a place where they can go, and, like, but he doesn't need that, because he's always on the fly, he's always on the go, so he keeps his suit in his ring. All he does is click a button, it flies out, he literally just vibrates, like, walks through the fabrics, and it's on, and he's gone. He can create for himself his his secret layer or sacred space anywhere, because it's it's about time yeah and he, can, a, and he can literally be in between the seconds and that's just so fantastic in fact there's a one of his other great powers he's capable of running 
so fast that he can exist in two times at the same that's like being able to clone yourself <laughs> like he's Batman with super speed but like without the trauma because <laughs> he's got the detective brain the forensic background he's probably the only superhero that if all other heroes died he'd be he'd be he'd be wore out by the end of the day but he'd be capable of covering his city and Gotham City and if he needed to he could split himself into seconds later and then run off and do it all I think you touched on something really important about The Flash, and that is that he's so much more than some guy who's really fast. And that the, the writers have built what is, on the surface of it, a one-trick pony into an entire circus. Like, he's absolutely... He's super capable in a way that really shows you that people sometimes talk about the Marvel Universe as being populated by very much people with powers, and the DC Universe is more... Um, they're really more like gods and Flash is that in spades like his power is absolutely the power of the gods it, 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 it allows him to do things that other mere mortals not only can't do but can't even comprehend he's also like probably one of the most nicest respected heroes too like uh, for example if Batman goes to punch Alfred he's so worked up he goes to throw hands at Alfred and Flash runs in the way, gets knocked up by the punch. It's an amazing contrast to the other DC heroes that are sometimes overly serious or overly dark or, or they display hubris. I feel like the Flash's kind of heart of gold is, is what makes him more appealing to me as a fan. I, I think the DC universe is fantastic, but I, I sometimes don't feel they're as relatable, and he's, he's, he's much more relatable than, than many of those characters, I feel. Oh, the Flash also has... A very fun list of villains from Gorilla Grodd, a psychic gorilla that just wants to be king of everything. Uh, you got Captain Cold, which is just Mr. Freeze, but with, like, without all the bad freezy embodiment. <laughs> and yeah, with the Reverse Flash or the Nemesis or Zoom or any of the kind of uh, negative speedsters, the Flash has, like you said, maybe some of the more creative direct interpretations of his power into, into a bad guy, which he's He's one of a kind. I don't think Marvel has anything like him. The Flash is a 10 out of 10 hero, maybe even above and beyond that, a 12 out of 10. I was going to say, like, to end on a high note would be to talk about how Flash compares, right? Where he is on the hero scale. And you're right, I have to agree. There's no disagreement here. He is the one hero in the DC Universe that I like best. I mean, I have a thing for Aquaman, but it's probably just for the underdog. Flash, he's tremendously powerful. And they have been so creative in how they've they've taken what what could have been a very one-dimensional character or one-dimensional power, and they've just made him. He's endlessly fascinating in the way they've written him. Um, I have a comic book, and I'm going to be at CaperCon, which is a Cape Breton Comic Con, September 16th, 17th, and 18th. And likewise, I want to remind people: if you're listening, I know you're out there. We have an audience. I can see you clicking. Like, subscribe, rate us, give a review, give us some feedback so that we can do the podcast better and that so that other listeners can find us more easily. Uh, let us know. And as always, it's been a blast. Till the next episode.